The budget battle is on in Washington. President Obama released details of his proposed budget yesterday. Now he's trying to convince skeptical Republicans to get on board. CBS News White House correspondent Chip Reed reports. At a staggering $3.5 trillion, the president's budget includes a long list of spending increases, the largest by far, $634 billion over the next 10 years to take a big step toward universal health care. The budget also adds billions for education and renewable energy. Even so, the White House insists it will slash the deficit from $1.75 trillion to $533 billion in four years. How would it do that? By allowing the Bush tax cuts for high-income earners to expire in 2011, by winding down the war in Iraq, and by cutting dozens of government programs, including ineffective mentoring programs for students. And while taxes for high-income Americans will go up, for the middle class, taxes will go down, including a $1,000 annual tax credit for working families. The White House says the goal of the tax changes is to reverse the trend of the Bush years, when the rich got richer and the middle class got poorer. Chip Reed, CBS News, the White House. We are joined now by Newt Gingrich, former Speaker of the House. Good morning, Newt. Good morning. Uh, looking at some of the papers this morning, Wall Street Journal, not a fan on its editorial page, the Obama revolution calling it a spending blowout. Looking at the New York Times this morning, President Obama's budget, some honesty about taxes. Finally, have you seen anything in the last 24 hours in this budget to commend it? Sure. Look, there, there are pieces of the budget that are doable. Uh, Jim Frog at the Center for Health Transformation points out that in fraud alone, uh, Medicare and Medicaid probably could generate 85 to $120 billion a year in savings. So you could actually build up the, uh, the bank uh, for health reform that the president wants, if they're willing to take seriously uh, getting rid of fraud uh, and, and criminal behavior in Medicare and Medicaid. Uh, there are steps towards um, more energy uh, investment that are good steps in the right direction. Uh, the problem with the larger overall budget is that it's a job-killing budget. Uh, they have buried in that budget some $600 billion in energy taxes, uh, which will affect every single American. Uh, so I think we ought to be honest, if we're going to be honest about this budget, it's a higher tax, weaker economy, fewer jobs budget that dramatically increases the power of government. And, and uh, probably the biggest effort to increase it since Lyndon Johnson uh, in 1965 with the Great Society. I think people have to ask themselves, do you really think the Washington bureaucracy ought to become that big and have that much control over your life. Uh, translating, this is really, well, some people, people who like it least say that this budget just grows the government too much. And if anything, maybe we've learned about the, the government, especially over the last 10 years or so, it doesn't work that great. Yeah, I, I think the simple question to ask yourself is, uh, given what you know of the ability of the federal bureaucracy or the state or local bureaucracy, to get the job done, given the amount of corruption we have in state and local governments, uh, do you really think that by trying to have the U.S. Treasury run uh, the entire banking industry that we're going to have a better system in the future? Do you really think that by having uh, money go to school systems that are unreformed uh, that we're going to have a better future? Um, the thing I found disturbing this week was the gap between the words, many of which I really like, and the reality. And I'll give you two quick examples. The president talked about education reform, which I agree with entirely, and I think that is a very important theme. On the other hand, 
the Democrats in the House are trying to kill school choice in the District of Columbia to take away from parents in the District of Columbia the right that 1,100 families have used to send their children to schools that they think will work. The president said he was against earmarks. And the very next day, the Democrats who'd applauded him were debating a bill that has 8,000 earmarks in it. So I think there's a huge gap between the president's rhetoric, much right. of which I agree with, and what we're seeing when the details come out. Let me ask you this. Is this budget a really a sort of a swing for the fences budget? And realistically, is the president thinking, I'm probably, I might, at the best case scenario, get a stand-up double out of it? Oh, look, I, you don't know. After all, if, if you were President Obama, if you had run from the state Senate to the U.S. Senate and won, if you had then as a freshman senator after two years run for the Democratic nomination and beaten Senator Hillary Clinton and then run for the presidency and beaten John McCain, you might figure, why not go for broke? I mean, uh, he has had an amazingly good uh, run. Uh, he has been very disciplined. He's very strategic. My guess is that what you're seeing is he is a genuine left-wing mm -hmm. big government guy who honestly believes all this and who believes that government is a better instrument for America than the private sector. And so is he this setting the table for bureaucracy. you to run in 2012? I don't think that uh, President Obama is doing anything with regard to whatever I might do someday. <laughs> okay. But what he is doing is he's establishing the base for the most important debate about America's future mm. that we've had since 1980. And speaking of uh, future and past, we should also recognize that uh, new, you are the host of a new documentary called Ronald Reagan Rendezvous with Destiny, which is available now. Thank you very much, Mr. Uh, Thank Speaker. you. Appreciate it.